Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Idaho Bircher Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Munns. Today, I'm going to carry on with my May 18th uh, issue from the New American Magazine, uh, Forced Vaccinations and Digital IDs. The title of this article uh, is Coronavirus Serves as a Pretext for Larger, More Invasive Government. I'm reading from page 41 in our May 18th New American issue. If you'd like hardcover or digital issues, please go to thenewamerican.com or contact me on any of my social media platforms. The cover story and the feature editorial in the economics issue for March 18th, uh, 28th, April 3rd, focus, it was in response to the coronavirus uh, pandemic. The editorial is entitled, Everything is Under Control, with the subtle reading, big government is needed to fight the pandemic, and it may not shrink again afterwards. This crisis will lead to a permanently bigger state with more powers and responsibilities and taxes to pay for it. The next article is from the Time Magazine in April 6th issue, features a pay-in for an organizer named A.D. Barkin and the belief that COVID-19 is yet another reason to pass Medicare for all. This is said to be an opportunity in part because of the Democratic base, moderates and liberals alike, appear to support some version of Medicaid for all. The Financial Times on April 3rd, said because of the pandemic, radical uh, reforms are required to forge a society that will work for all. In the article, they talk about the redistribution that will again be on the agenda. That's the redistribution of wealth, by the way, which in other terms is considered socialism. Policies until recently considered eccentric, such as a basic income and wealth taxes, will have to be in the mix. Another article in the New York Times on March 18th even the most ambitious proposals are nowhere near powerful enough to be able to stop this dastardly coronavirus from destroying our economy. They have to take responsibility for the economic life on a scale not seen since FDR's New Deal. Another column entitled The Era of Small Government is Over the article promotes, among others, a progressive program where the workers would remain formally employed but receive unemployment benefits. Also advocated is legislation that calls for unconditional cash assistance and universal programs that would assist all of us. In other words, socialism. Now, according to the Times columnist, an opportunity to once again embrace direct state action as a powerful tool for preserving and promoting prosperity. Well, let's get the record straight. Leftists relish crisis as the pretext for grabbing more power. Because of the fact that the millions of jobs have been destroyed, elitists with longer views envision a globalist control, widespread redistribution of wealth, and centralized regime programs. It's not going to happen. It's happening now. And the demands are even for bigger government schemes that are seemingly endless. And they have nothing to do with stopping the spread of coronavirus. The left is pushing and has pushed more generous unemployment benefits, some that could serve as a, as a disincentive to rejoining the workforce. The universal basic income weakening the state election laws by federal mandates for 
early voting and mail-in voting, requiring the same-day voting registration, though not allowing voter ID laws, and even requiring the American women to register for the military draft. The military draft for women. I guess in the name of equal rights, if that's what they want, it would be interesting to see how well that goes for the emotional side of women when they're dying on the, on the battlefields. Here's more. With most of the idea projects being the Democrat from the Democratic Party idea factory called the Center for American Progress, work sharing, dramatically enhanced state and local aid, larger and automatically extended direct payments to households and requiring more universally available paid leave, all while filling the gaps in those programs that leave the people who are experiencing severe need. Also, Mandatory support for child care, subsidized abortion, additional food assistance, aid for illegal aliens, canceling student loans, and securing critical services in Medicare for the LGBTQ people. Steve Hanks, a professor of applied economics from the Institute of Applied Economics, the Global Health and Study of Business Enterprise at John Hopkins University, we keep hearing about the global health and the Johns Hopkins University. I'm surprised we haven't hit, yet heard from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. They note that the, that the liberals in France, they also want more state controls. He writes, indeed, the cries for Paris for more state and less private are deafening. The drums for more centralized government are beating louder with every passing day here in America. Massive government failure in the face of the coronavirus pandemic is a perfect excuse. But the wizards of the last are, no, are not noticing the holes in their own logic, even after it has been proven incapable of acting appropriately. I mean, case in point, you look at Donald Trump's political enemies, they berate him as a fascist while they also insist that he nationalize the industries to better fight the coronavirus. Such status would like to place the United States under control of a single-payer health care. Yet consider the shoddy counter-virus record of, this, of the central government as the center of disease control prevention monopolized testing for the virus in the year and then shipped the defective test to the labs. The CDC is sure not alone in, in this stumbling. The most egregious errors have actually been made by government organizations from the FDA to the CDC to FEMA. And we still, the states are still appealing to them for help. We've seen these rapid tests and professional or these potential treatments and the possible vaccines have origin, originated in the private sector. We might have seen quicker results from the private sector without the government regulations and bureaucracy that actually slowed it down. Does anyone believe that we should put the same government that can't manage the acquisition and delivery of ventilators and personal protective equipment in charge of even more of our healthcare decisions or even decisions made at home? The questions answer themselves. The progress gained against the spread of the virus largely took place when the government regulations were relaxed or waived. This should prove instructive. You have the inaccuracy of the CDC's COVID test. You have companies in the private sector that were forbidden from developing the tests unless they went through the long process of the FDA approval. You have federal regulations that are ubiquitous. Nothing seems to be more permanent than a temporary government regulation. Yet statists want to add 
to the rules. Yet they get their Rob, Robert Higgs, a professional um, uh, political economy, professor of political economy, um, dubbed this as the ratchet effect. He documented how the additional powers that are assumed by government during the emergency do not get completely relinquished when the crisis wanes. According to his words, crisis typically has produced not just a temporary bigger government, but also a permanently bigger government. The genuine crisis has been another occasion for another ratchet toward bigger government, the progressive ideological imperative that the government must do something. The actions have unavoidable costs, which governments have an incentive to conceal by substituting coercive command and controlled devices for pecuniary, fiscal, and market means of carrying out the chosen policies. Military conscriptions, wage price controls, assignment of official priorities, physical allocations and selective commodities, and countless economic and social regulations, and import quotas and export controls all confirm this hypothesis. Bigger government special interests always use the propitious occasions to seek whatever government assistance they think will promote their own ends. Once undertaken, the government programs are hard to terminate. The global record in this regard spans for centuries. Since the Napoleonic Wars, says the publication, the responses to crisis have further consolidated the power of the state. When it comes to the aftermath of the coronavirus, the numbers keep mounting in lives, expenditures, and debt. As we write, the government in Washington is spending nearly $4 trillion more this year than it will receive in revenues. It borrowed 2.1% of its gross domestic product each year between the end of World War II and 2019. And today, the federal government is in line to borrow an astounding 20.6% of our GDP. This happened in part because of the data being input about the virus kept changing, sometimes daily. And they even threw in climate change. These scientific versions of crystal balls supposedly forecasting the fine points of the Earth temperature a hundred years hence. Worse than huge spending and larger deficits, our very freedoms face additional threats as what had happened in 9-11. The communists in China the apparent origin of the coronavirus, already used drones and informers to track potential carriers of the disease to augment their other widespread surveillance systems. Can't it happen here? The police in New Jersey already have deployed drones to warn people to stop gathering if they appear to be breaking the social distancing guidelines. And radical New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio recently announced a snitch line so that dwellers in the fun city can turn their neighbors in who might be breaking the rules for social distancing. And here in Idaho, we had our illustrious Boise Mayor McLean that decided to create placards to be able to, 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 um, to do that snitch line. Are, do, is there any connection between McLean and de Blasio? Their policies would sure show so. All of these restrictions and mandates, big and small, are said to be necessary for our protection. And Edmund Burke stated that the true danger is when liberty is nibbled away for expedience and by parts. <laughs>